0: I don't know why this is like so nerve-wracking for me. Maybe because I know it's going to be put on the internet later. And so I get this like wave of anxiety because I'm like, what if people make fun of me for it? What if people don't like it? But at the end of the day, it is me and my truth. So what do I have to be ashamed of? If there's anything that's like bad or problematic, or unhealthy, or anything like that, then it's just a learning curve. It's something that I should take in, and learn from, and do better. Do better for? Hmm. It's an experience that I should take in, learn from, and grow from. I think that's a better way to put it. But anyway, I didn't even say my intro. This is all before the intro. (laughs) Just me pondering and talking to myself. Anyway. Hello, 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 and welcome to Kaylin's Corner. I'm your host, Kaylin, and this is my corner of the internet where I talk about anything and everything that comes to mind. Thank you for joining me, and I hope this finds you well I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately, and I feel like uh, it shows in my episodes because it's really just me, myself, and I. Sometimes my cat is in the room, and she's here with me today. She's loafing in front of me, and she knows that I'm talking about her because she turned her head and started looking at me, but she closed her eyes as if she's going to go to sleep. So and she just turned her head away for me. Sorry, I think I'm looking into it a little bit too much, but there's no way she doesn't understand at least some of the words that I'm saying. She is, my cat is still a, like a baby. She's only a little over a year. I'm not sure her exact birthday, but we've had her for over a year now. We got her in, I want to say the end of September, Last year, 2022. And so, like, she still has a lot to learn, as we all do, because life is just full of lessons and learning experiences and growth. So, there's a lot she has to learn still. I did, oh, fun fact I started to train my cat. Uh, using treats of course because food is always a motivator for animals especially my dog he goes crazy like as if he's never been fed before like you he hears a crinkle and he's running towards you it doesn't matter if it's a crinkle from like a bag of wipes or a crinkle from a bag of chips he hears a crinkle and he's running towards you because he knows that like Eight or nine out of ten times, it's going to be food. <laughs> if there's a crinkle, there's most likely food around. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes crazy. And sh- her, too, like if she smells her little temptation treats, um, she starts to meow at me because she wants some. But I haven't really taught her too much yet. I've only taught her how to sit on command and even still, that's a work in progress because she, I have to like repeat it to her a couple of times before she does it. But I'm trying to think of like other tricks to teach her. Like my dog, Sammy, I've taught him how to sit, how to lay, how to give me both of his paws, respectively, not at the same time. Uh, I've taught him how to jump, I've taught him how to roll over. Uh, to spin in like a circle, do like a little, do a twirl, do a spin. He's so cute. And I think that's it. He, we're working on stay with him because he gets a little too excited. Like I'll try to have him sit and stay and then go and get a treat. But when he hears the crinkle, he gets too excited And he starts to come towards me instead of listening and being patient. But you know, patience is a virtue. We're working on it. He's getting it. I've also taught him how to take treats gently from me. So I'd say gentle. And he'll like use his his incisors and ever so slightly grab it. Sometimes he gets too excited and he like nipples on my finger when he takes the treat out of my hand. But like I said, it's a work in progress. We're working on it. He does a little better each time. Uh, And for my kitty cat, she only really knows how to sit. I have to try to get her to sit without having treats in my hand because sometimes I feel like since sit is the main command, that I work on her with. I don't feel like that was phrased right. Since it is the only command that I like uh, that I practice with her right now, because you know, babysits one thing at a time. I feel like she just thinks if she sits down, she gets a treat. I've been trying to get her to learn how to do a spin, like just travel in a circle. That is still very much a work in progress because she hasn't necessarily learned how to do that. But I wanna teach her like some cute tricks. I don't know. <laughs> what is a cute trick? Like beg. Yeah, I've been teaching her like up to like jump up. Not jump up, but like stand on her hind legs to to take the treat i feel like she looks so cute when she's on her hind legs She's just i i love her i'm obsessed with my cat and i'm not sorry to say it i was never a cat gal before we got her like i don't damn i don't want to say i tolerated cats but i had never really interacted with cats i didn't have any family members that had cats as pets so I mm, I wasn't I wouldn't say I was like weary of them because that's like the first word that comes to mind. but I do feel like I just didn't care for them as much as I cared for dogs. Dogs are the more common pet in my family, so I was exposed to them a bit more and I was able to like them before I started to like cats. because I do like cats still. Even though she's very mischievous and very, very curious. But who isn't? Like right now, she is putting her paws through the little gaps in the dresser drawers that we have in my room. Trying to grab the things that she sees in there. But now that I've started to talk about it out loud, she turned her back away. And she's not doing it anymore. Because she knows. She knows. She knows. Just like J. Cole said. And I believe him. But (laughs) yeah, that's uh, Miss Kitty Cat. I want to teach her some more tricks, but I have to... uh, You know, we'll work our way up to those other tricks. Once I can get her to sit on command without having a treat in my hand, then I think we'll move on to the next one. She's staring at me and she looks a little angry that I'm talking about her. Is there anything you'd like to say to the people? She sniffed the mic, but honestly, I don't think it even picked up that she sniffed the mic, so... And it, I don't think it ever has, maybe, like, very lightly in a couple episodes, but... Or in one episode, I'm gonna say, because a couple, I think, is even too many. Man, I can't believe that we're already a week into December. Where has the time gone? Like, truly and honestly time feels like it goes by faster and faster every day even though time is like linear and it can't really speed it up or slow it down it just feels like like oh every day i feel like i wake up i blink and then it's like 2 p.m where did the time go Whether I'm at work or it's my day off, it just feels like time goes by all too fast. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes I'm having a grand old fun old time. Other times suffering is a little bit dramatic to say, but let's just say I'm not live, laugh, loving (laughs) some days. How, how am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? Tell me, please. I had a thought uh, between the last episode and recording today of a movie that traumatized me uh, when I was a kid. Maybe not trauma. I feel like traumatized is a bit of a strong word. However, I do feel like it fits at least a little bit anyway. Like, maybe traumatized is a little too strong of a word, but like, it definitely scarred my mental a little, you know, like, the movie that I'm thinking of specifically is The Monster House. It's an animated uh, Halloween movie. And I remember growing up, I watched it. I think it was I it had to have been on TV. I feel like it aired on Cartoon Network because you know Cartoon Network had mm, or has like strange nah, <laughs> very different shows and movies that air on there. And like they they're, they're kind of like I don't want to say creepy, but like just the vibe of Cartoon Network, it's I don't know. It's a darker vibe. <laughs> it feels a little silly to say that aloud, but I feel like the description fits. Like Disney Channel and Nickelodeon were more of like the the happy channels and Cartoon Network was kind of like a scary channel. Like I'm thinking Courage the Cowardly Dog, a little I mean the lessons and things where there had to have been lessons in that show i think my cat meowing was a confirmation of that but yeah no because there has to be some kind of story some kind of plot to the show it's not just like scary shit happening i haven't watched that show in forever but i feel like cartoon network was always really creative in their shows and movies that aired on there like the storylines and things now maybe not as much but i also haven't watched cartoon network in forever at least not the newer cartoon network shows like the newer teen titans and things that actually oh i think i have watched a decent no cartoon network slaps because they have steven universe they have sorry i'm stopping to think about this a little bit too much like i'm start, I'm trying to think of like all the shows that erin on country network the shows i'm thinking of from when i was growing up would be like courage the cowardly dog chowder flapjack that was a show was it is that's what it was Is that what it was called flapjack uh flapjack cartoon yep The Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. That show only had three seasons. I feel like I've seen a lot of episodes of that show, but, you know, it's okay. Adventure Time. Adventure Time is a good show. Regular show. Uncle Grandpa was very, very silly clarence that's a newer one though kids next door stop stopped playing with um dexter's laboratory johnny test stop playing with um there were a lot of good shows on cartoon network but i feel like mm. i don't want to uh i'm trying to figure out how to phrase this without it sounding negative because i never really saw cartoon network in a negative light I just thought it was really creative and silly, goofy, funny, you know, the works, at least in comparison to the other channels that were like kid friendly, I guess, like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. They also have their creative moments, their creative shows and movies. Don't get me wrong. However, I just feel like Cartoon Network is like on a different level than the other two whether it's higher or lower that's uh i don't really know but i just feel like they're a little bit different whereas disney channel and nickelodeon i feel like are a little closer if it were a venn diagram three circles all next to each other disney channel and nickelodeon have their overlap and Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network also have their Well, hmm, no, Venn diagram, three circles, they, I feel like they, oh, no, because doesn't Cartoon Network and, Nic, not Nickelodeon, does Cartoon Network and Disney Channel have more in common than I think? Perhaps. I don't, I just feel like Cartoon Network relates more to Nickelodeon and Nickelodeon at the same time relates to Disney Channel. But Disney Channel and Cartoon Network, I don't feel like they relate as much. Now, I feel like they do a little bit more. Like the Disney Channel animated shows, I feel like, I don't want to say feed off of, but they kind of do feed off of and relate to the Cartoon Network shows. Like, at least in their story. Oh, great. Now my cat is trying to knock things off. The dresser. What is wrong with you? Are you bored? When cats get bored they just start knocking shit off counters. Cuz what? What was the reason? But anyway, why did I start talking about this? Oh, because <laughs> it was I had like a random thought. That, um I don't, a random like reminder flashback kind of thing to the movie the haunted house is that one a haunted house excuse oh wait nope mm, that, that that's a funny movie though that's a funny movie though with the wayne brothers yeah well marlon wayne specifically because i don't think his brother is in it marlon wayne's and cedric the entertainer wait so what is it called Monster House it's called Monster House. Did I say I didn't say I don't think I said Monster House to begin with. Oh, you know what's so ironic is that I I actually made a note about this because I wanted to talk about it on here to see if anyone else could relate or had a similar experience because I watched the um Monster House movie when I was a kid and it low-key traumatized me. Like I still feel like that's a bit of a strong word to use in this scenario, but whatever. I feel like I don't know, it did a little something to my mental <laughs> it scarred me a little. But, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty and I have since rewatched the movie. It's not like It's not that serious. Not for me, anyway. It is a good movie. I do like the movie. Although it has been a hot minute since I've seen it. I think it's a good movie. Fun fact, that movie did teach me the word uvula. If you haven't seen the movie, then you should watch it. So that way you can understand what I'm talking about. But I didn't know what that thing in the back of your mouth covers your airway from when you were swallowing food and at least that's what i remember from anatomy that's what the uvula does but i learned the word uvula from the movie monster house and it stuck with me (laughs) so shout out to the trauma for doing that because it it did teach me something but constance in that movie was like really scary to me, and so was the old, the old guy. I don't remember what his name is. Let's see, Nebbercracker, <laughs> voiced by Steve Buscemi, of course. Who else? No, I don't think anyone else could have voiced him. Like if someone else voiced him, it wouldn't have been the same. My cat is having a ball with her toy right now, so. Sorry if you can hear her running and attacking it in the background. But yeah, Steve Buscemi. Shout out to him for voice acting Cracker for that movie because did a great job. The movie was, like I said, very scary for me the first time that I watched it, but I enjoyed it. In a nutshell, fantastic, frightening, and hilarious, and I have to agree. I liked the story. From what I remember... Okay, this is what's in my... Bless you. This is what's in my notes. Fun fact, I learned the word uvula, which I did say. Constance was scary. Old man was scary, aka Nubbercracker. And it has a beautiful story from what I remember. Now, it's been a few years since I have watched this movie. So, I honestly don't remember too much of the story, but it was like low-key a love story because he had Constance. Well, Constance was essentially buried alive in the foundation of the house. And so Constance was like the house because her essence was the the foundation of the house. So Constance was the house. And it was... uh, I feel like I need to rewatch it now that I, because the more that I talk about it, the more the memories are like kind of flooding back. And I don't know, there's something about the story very, it feels very unique to me and I really like it. So yeah, that's one of the movies that kind of traumatized me as a kid, (laughs) but I still really like it uh, as an adult now. I don't know what happened to me. I used to watch movies all the time. Although, to be fair, I did used to watch the same movies on repeat. But granted, it was a different time. So you could only watch what you had available to you or what was on TV, right? It's not like now where you have hundreds and thousands of movies and shows at your fingertips. So it wasn't like how it is now where you have all this media at your disposal, whether it's free or it's paid for, you still have it at your fingertips essentially. And sometimes I find myself kind of like beating myself up in a way for not having been able to consume more media, but it wasn't really my fault. Like it was just a different time. And sometimes I fail to remember that. like. What I have now is not what I've always had. Like times were different and it's things are constantly changing and evolving over time. So I don't need to be so mean to my past self because it, there's nothing I can do to change it now. But it's, I was going to say, it's fun to like reflect on those past experiences. But sometimes I don't do it in such a good way i guess you could say i don't know like i look at the past and then i just extract the negative instead of the positive and that is something that i'm working on so slow and steady slow and steady but yeah i used to watch a lot of movies on loop one of them being shrek and i feel like that movie low-key shaped me like shout out to mike myers because i was gonna say all mike myers movies are great but i feel like making all or nothing statements like that without having actually seen all of his movies i don't think i've seen all of his movies but i did watch a lot of his movies growing up some that i probably shouldn't have but like shrek the cat in the hat like, stop, stop playing with them. What do you mean you don't like the cat in the hat? What do you mean you don't like Shrek? Shrek 1 will always hold a special place in my heart. I know Shrek 2 is like the best. Uh, well, it is always a claim to be the best of the Shrek series. I guess that's what it is, right? Because there's multiple, whatever, whatever. But I don't know. There's just something about the first one. It just holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> like, Trek 2 is great, don't get me wrong, but we love the first one. Kitty does too, right? No response is also a response. Anyway, like I was saying... Um, I was, I don't want to say I was obsessed with Shrek because I don't think, well, I don't know. Define obsession. Let's, word of the day, it's going to be obsession. Definition. The state of being obsessed with someone or something. That's real specific. An idea or thought that continually preoccupies or intrudes on a person's mind. Plural noun obsessions. He was in the gr- He was in the grip of an obs- upset. Lulula. My goodness. <laughs> he was in the grip of an obsession that he was. Pa- hmm, hmm, my goodness. Why am I adding words? It's okay. <laughs> anyway, he was in the grip of an obsession. He was powerless to resist. Was I obsessed with Shrek? Was it on my mind a lot? I don't no okay well i guess we're gonna say that i was obsessed because i'm gonna share this with the internet i used to watch watch shrek on loop or so i've been told i've been told by family members that i used to watch shrek a lot so much so that i even knew the words to the movie and i would act it out while the movie was playing like it's giving theater kid (laughs) but I'm I wouldn't consider myself theater kid actually fun fact I never took theater that's actually kind of crazy I feel like theater was a requirement like for not extracurricular what's the for elective I feel like that was a mandatory elective class to take uh, thinking back on it, doesn't seem like it. So I don't even know if I... I don't even think I took theater in middle school either. I just wasn't a theater kid. I think for elective, I took calligraphy. I took music. Gym, of course, was mandatory for half of the year. Um, yeah, no, I just took a lot of art and music classes. I didn't take... Um, Theater. What other electives are there? It's like ceramics and stuff. I don't know. I, I feel like that's it. Because we didn't have like cooking classes or um, wood shop. Isn't that a thing for some people? Not for me. I feel like that would have been cool though. I like to work with my hands. I like to do hands-on things sometimes. I think a pottery class would have been fun. I mean... Mm, if I took like a pottery class in high school, I don't think it's fun in retrospect, but I think that me as a teen in high school, taking a pottery class, I probably wouldn't have cared for it as much, or maybe it could have become a new obsession because I do like to do like arts and craftsy kind of things. Sometimes, sometimes, for example, growing up i didn't always do this but this was something that i did a few times i'm pretty sure i used to like make my own calendars instead of buying one from the store for whatever reason like i would take a piece of copy paper and i'd chart it out i'd leave like a space at the top for the month and i would draw like a little picture that like i don't know kind of reminded me of the month like for may i would do like flowers and rain because Well, April was more for rain April showers bring May flowers so April would have like clouds and rain maybe some lightning and May would have like flowers and sunshine (laughs) so yeah and then like December I would have like a Christmas tree and a snowman November would be like fall leaves and like a Thanksgiving dinner, maybe. I think Thanksgiving dinner was too much. I think I just did like naked trees with leaves all on the ground kind of thing. But yeah, I was um, a little bit of a creative child. Don't know where all my creativity went, but that was me. I'd still say I'm a bit creative now, just not in the same, not in the same respect. I feel like that doesn't sound right, but it could fit. I'm still creative, just in a different way. Like you know, my mind has grown and expanded, so it's I don't know, the creativity is a little different now. I guess. Anyway, why was I talking about this? Oh, because I was talking about my obsession with Shrek, which I guess, I don't know, because obsession in my mind, like when someone is obsessed with something, they like eat, sleep, breathe it, at least for a while. But I guess considering that I knew the words to the movie and would act it out while it was playing, I think that that justifies calling it an obsession. (laughs) So little fun fact about me, Um, yeah, I was obsessed with Shrek, although I don't know how old I was while this obsession was undergoing, so yeah. But shout out to Mike Myers and the whole cast and crew that has ever worked on Shrek because it did a lot. (laughs) It shaped me quite a bit, I would say a lot more than I probably realize, and or perhaps even a lot more than I, than, or a lot less than, hmm. hold on, hold on, hold on. Perhaps I'm giving them too much credit. That's, I think, what I wanted to say. More than I realize, or maybe I'm giving them too much credit. Either way, it still, still did something. You know, that little butterfly effect. Um, I, did watch a lot of Mike Myers movies growing up though, even though probably shouldn't have. Like the whole um, Austin Powers series, stop playing with them. I loved them. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. I rewatched those movies. Well, not all of them. I rewatched a couple of the, the Austin Powers movies. How many are there? Like 3? 1 2 Oh, I think I watched rewatched all of them then. There yeah, there's only 3 movies. Uh It's a trilogy that lives rent-free in my mind. Not not so frequently anymore though. But Beyoncé was in the Gold Member one and that one I think stuck with me the most. The movie is freaking hilarious. Mike Myers is hilarious. I just, I don't know. I love me a funny little movie and I don't want to say more so because it's Mike Myers, but I think because of like my association with him, with all these movies that he's made that I've watched, like Shrek, the cat in the hat, awesome powers. I feel like that just, uh, hmm. I don't want to say makes me more attached to him, but I see him in a bit more of a positive light just due to my personal experiences with the things that he's worked on. So yeah, but what is he up to now? What is Mike Myers up to now? Well, he's 60 years old. He was born May 25th, 1963. He's a Gemini just like me. Yeah, fun fact. If you didn't know, now you know. I was born on May 21st, which makes me a Gemini. The start of the season, actually. I wonder... I wish that Google would show the movies in chronological order. Or Yeah, no, because they're not in chronological order. They're not in chronological order. He was in Space Jam, or he took part in Space Jam. Well, the Space Jam from 2021 with LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Do you know that Vine reference that I'm making? He wasn't part of the cast. I don't see it. Danny DeVito. Sorry. He's another one. I don't know why there are just some people that I get oh, like really excited about excited for english doesn't seem to be my first language today because the grammar it's just it's okay it's fine it's fine anyway steve harvey was in here stop playing with um and gabriel iglesias uh he's so funny fluffy we love him speedy gonzalez uh i get Makes sense. hee. Gabriel, but okay. But where is Mike Myers on this? Oh, there he is. But it doesn't even say his character name. Wait, he has white hair now. Wait, stop! Stop playing with him. Mike Myers looks a little different now. Or maybe I'm just so used to seeing his characters that I forget what he actually looks like as a person the cat in the hat was honestly such a funny movie i kind of want to re-watch it because there's there were so many jokes that i because i have since re-watched that movie since i was a kid so i understood more of the jokes and and lines of the movie and thinking about them now makes me want to re-watch I want to rewatch. Oh, there's a timeline for him. Created and started the comedy series The Pentaverate. Pentaverate. Hmm. Married Kelly Tisdale on October 4th, 2010. Who is Kelly Tisdale? Related to Ashley Tisdale? Now I'm just going to start doing like a deep dive. Mini bio. Kelly... Kelly Tisdale is known for her erotic confessions, 1994. Kelly has been married to Mike Myers since November 22nd, 2010. They have three children. That's cool. She was born in Massachusetts, very close to home, and she has a book. I can't say that I know this woman, but congrats to them, even though they've been married for 13 years now. That's cool. Aw. In conclusion, Mike Myers has participated in a lot of movies that has shaped me as a person and I think it's so interesting because I don't know. I don't know what it is. Those movies just hold a very special place in my heart. I don't know, but I'm also kind of sentimental, so I feel like I'll say that for a lot of movies. But then again, not every movie that I watch holds a special place in my heart either. So, like, you know, I feel like it's rightfully said. And also, again, bringing this up for like the fucking fifth time the fact that I knew the words to Shrek and was able to act them out while the movie was playing think says enough on its own i will say i don't currently remember the lines of shrek like there are some scenes that i can probably say <laughs> <laughs> the first one that comes to mind is the scene with lord farquaad and Ginji where he's has him <laughs> on the on the baking pan And he's like, run, 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 as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. And he's interrogating him. And then Jinji spits in his face. (laughs) Not the buttons. Not the gumdrop buttons. That's all it took. He didn't have to snap his legs off. He could have just touched his button and he would... Wow, that was... (gasps) Oh, anyway. He, <laughs> he could have just threatened to take to rip off his buttons and he would have spoke right away. Cuz sometimes you got to do it for the plot. And freaking Lord Farquaad broke off his legs for the plot. But it's okay because he ends up getting eaten by the dragon in the end anyway. So <laughs> Yeah, that, honestly, uh, I feel like that's a little sadistic. I think I'm thinking about it a little too much. Anyway, I was going to say, I think that's one of my favorite scenes from that movie. But maybe not that part, more so the part where he's like, Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Who lives on Drury Lane? Yes, I know the Muffin Man well she's married to the muffin man the muffin man the muffin man (laughs) oh the muffin man scene is hilarious and i saw um a tiktok where someone was watching it in spanish and they uploaded it um and i think it's even funnier in spanish but I don't remember the scene well enough to reiterate it in Spanish. So if you haven't seen it, you don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe you should look it up and watch it. I recommend, I think it's funny, but I think that's also because, (laughs) I think that's also because of my like sentimental value towards this movie, towards this film, the series in general live laugh love you know sometimes you just gotta live laugh love and shrek is one of those movies i could happily live laugh love for i think i'm gonna have to rewatch the series like in order start to finish movie marathon type beat it's time to buy some popcorn and have a movie marathon because oh but it's it's christmas time maybe i should no i was gonna say maybe i should just have a movie marathon with Christmas movies, but it's not gonna give into the nostalgia like I'd like it to, you know? Because I have this kind of nostalgic feeling when watching Shrek. And granted, don't get me wrong, there are Christmas movies that I love growing up. Like, what was that one animated movie on Cartoon Network? (laughs) I think it was literally called Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Hold on oh it it that's literally the name of the movie stop fucking playing with them. yeah it was an animated movie that was on cartoon that movie is low-key ingrained in my brain i kind of where is it i have already watched it but where where can i watch it it doesn't give me You know how on Google it'll tell you, like, places to watch it, like, what apps and things? It's not giving me any suggestions, so we're gonna have to figure this out on our own. But, yeah, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer was one of those Christmas movies that I really liked. And I don't know why, but is there a Casper the Friendly Ghost movie that's also Christmas-themed Casper's Haunted Christmas also came out in 2000. Yes, because I remember watching Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer and uh a Casper Christmas movie like back to back around the Christmas time. It's giving like 2007 Christmas 2007 for me for me for me for me. Oh wow, but the the animations were something like the art style was just, it was a little different. But you know, it was, it was a different time. It was a different time. I feel like that's another movie I should add to my Christmas list Christmas Movie Marathon Nostalgia Edition. Oh, I'm going to have to become Santa real quick and make a list. <laughs> I'm pretty sure these were just, um, Cartoon Network aired Christmas movies as well. Like this doesn't even include Disney movies and Nickelodeon movies. Do you guys remember that one uh, Drake and Josh movie? Was wasn't that a Christmas movie where they put like <laughs> they put like cheese or something in a woodchuck and it became snow? No, they put I I think it did. No, because they put ice in the woodchuck and it became ice shards. But they put something else in the woodchuck and it came out looking like snow. If I'm remembering correctly, anyway. Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. 2008 film. Goofy, in a nutshell, Goofy, Madcap, and Mary. What the fuck is Madcap? Wait, Zoe 102 is a thing? Hold the phone. Zoe Brooks is still trying to figure out life and love, this time in her 20s. Girl, we know you're well out of your 20s now. So, she's 32, playing a 20-year-old. I mean, but, okay, sorry, not to get, like, political here. (laughs) Is this really political? I don't think it's really political. But, isn't Jamie Lynn Spears like an op because of the whole Britney Spears fiasco that was going on where like her family was like using and abusing her essentially um and Jamie Lynn Spears is her sister so like didn't she partake in that or is she not a bad guy in the in that scenario. I don't know. I don't know why I really care because it doesn't have anything to do with me, but also it's like the morality of it all. Like why are you using and abusing your your own sister, your family? But I guess that's not too uncommon especially nowadays. Things like that occur. Use and abuse of family members occurs every day unfortunately i i feel like it does like i i don't know i don't know maybe every day is too frequently but okay abuse with you (laughs) me trying to be politically correct with every fucking sentence i make but okay i feel like use and abuse of family members can occur regularly in the world and of course it goes like unspoken of because why does everyone need to care about every single thing that goes on everywhere at every given moment you know that's a lot to to think about all the time there's just not enough time in the day too many people in the world to be concerned about every single person but at the same time there's like the morality of it all like What if that was me? No one else would care. That'd be pretty fucked up. And that's why people stay silent during when things like this are happening to them because well who who else really cares? Who else is really gonna care about me but me, you know? So I don't know. I feel like I got a little hmm, not I don't want to say political, but like at the same time, it's the only (laughs) the only word that's coming to mind right now. Not political, but, oh, what's the freaking word? Controversial. Bringing up controversial things. But I guess anything can be controversial because not everyone is going to agree with everything that is said. And that is okay. As long as you're not hurting anyone. But everyone has the right to speak their truth. Or what they believe is true. But I feel like you should also be open to the criticism or even just, oh. I can't think of the word. I really don't like when I'm trying to say something, but I can't figure out the right word to to add to the sentence. To really pull my thoughts together. Because if if I say something and I don't feel very like confident in what I've said, then I always think it over. If I don't pick the right words and like the sentence doesn't like the sentence doesn't flow, I'll feel a little off put by what I said just off rip. But everyone has the right to speak their truth. You got to be open to like the criticism and discussion of it though because what's true for you may not be true for everyone and that's okay. But just because it is true for you does not mean that it is okay. You know, just because somebody does something doesn't mean that you should do it too. Doesn't mean that it is okay that they're doing this thing. You know, whether it be like using and abusing a family member for their own personal gain or like, I don't know, stealing from a store, you see your friend steal, that doesn't mean that you should steal too. You know that stealing is wrong. And like, yes, fuck corporate America and like oh, all that. But it's also just like the morality of it all. If you wouldn't want it done to you, why are you doing it to someone else? You know, treat people how you want to be treated, even if it is corporate America. But unfortunately, corporate America doesn't necessarily treat it's people how they should be treated. So I, I understand. Understand what? Some people's thought processes and mindsets. I kind of, I get it. I kind of see where you're coming from. But I don't know, for me, it's a little bit of the morality of it all. But I also do feel like I try to be politically correct all the time. And it kind of drives me away from my potential question mark i don't know i sometimes i'm afraid to say things and then be corrected but also like i try to say things and want to be corrected so that way i can grow (laughs) because if i don't if you don't make mistakes how are you gonna grow you know there's no growth without a mistake unless you're just straight up learning but even but that's why there's a whole learning curve. Whenever you start something new, there's going to be a learning curve because this is something you haven't done before. So you're gaining XP in this certain action or activity or whatever it may be. And that's how you grow and become better and become a master at it eventually, if that's what you want. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just gave myself a lot to think about. Just in general. I feel like I gave myself a lot to think about talking in today's episode, but that's me. That's me in my life right now. But yeah, I I feel like you should treat people how you'd want to be treated. Same thing for approaching situations with people. Approach the situation or the person how you would like to be approached. Like, if something is bothering you and you wanna, if something someone is doing is bothering you and you wanna have a discussion about it, but you don't know how to start or go about it, just how would you think about it this way? How would you want someone to approach you if you were the one being approached for the conversation, you know, and start there? And then I feel like you can really make your way up if that makes sense, really make your way up, up through up, through the situation, I guess, and have a conversation, have a discussion, because things aren't going to change unless you at least attempt the change and start the change. So be the change you want to see in the world and treat people how you'd like to be treated, with care, compassion and respect at least that's how i would like to be treated so you know you do you but don't be mean about it either and those are just my words for today (laughs) i'm gonna wrap this up here so thank you for listening to me today i hope you enjoyed and i hope that you got something from this that i don't know you learned something, whether it be about me or just like a random little fun fact that I shared. All the same. Well, no, something learned, something learned. So yeah, kind of all the same. But yeah, anyway, (laughs) thank you for joining me on today's episode. Until next time, bye!